Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vest, strap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Good morning, Chattanooga area. Tony Sanders Outdoors is live on the air from the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River. Hello, Professor Trout. Hello, Tony. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm good. And yourself? I'm doing okay. Doing you, okay. Waiting you for only the seem okay. Well, you, you don't seem like you're yourself. I'm fighting a little bug of some kind, but other than that, I'm all right. But I'm waiting for the rain to stop. That's what I'm really waiting for. What rain? Yeah, it's not raining for the moment, but give it give it five minutes, and it probably will be again. Well, I saw this morning as I was getting ready that we have a winter weather advisory. Mm-hmm. About nine for o'clock. What? Uh, for apparently, for us, it's supposed to precipitate around 9 a.m. and temperatures won't be high enough and i think it'll be like yesterday with a pretty snowfall but nothing sticking i want i want a foot of snow i want like real snow oh i do too oh yeah i'll take that i like winter trying to find our handy dandy weather out so 9 a.m. is going to or that's what i was suddenly the snow's going to start right correct there it is 8 a.m. 50 percent 70%, 70%, 70%, 70%, over by noon. That's a Chattanooga snow for you right there, baby. Mm-hmm. Snow two hours and we're done. Welcome to winter. <laughs> now back to summer, which yeah. we're supposed to be back to up in the 60s again uh, later in this week. Wasn't it like 70 this week? Mm-hmm. It was. Okay. It was. Well, I said that to our, our button pusher, and he looked at me like I was nuts. No, it was in the it was in the mid seventies or not mid seventies but low seventies earlier this week. So, how's everything? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, haven't been doing any fishing. Been doing a lot of tying because of all the rain. I can't get out and fish. So, but well, I mean, as as your wife says, all the doors to the dam are open. Yes, all the da- doors to the dam are open. So, and uh, and water would be blowing through. Correct, and in fact, uh, there's a notice for uh, Chickamauga Lake. They are. Sp- currently spilling so please be careful they also have two generators That's open an understatement yeah and uh let's see the latest one 4 a.m they were flowing 167,831 cubic feet per second nope all right we did the math once before and it yeah. was kind of humorous yes that's a lot of water all right hold on a second okay no, go ahead and talk. I'll, I'll okay. while I look. Well, uh, just be real careful if you're out there because I've seen. Um, I went down to the river and was just looking at it. The uh, rock wall that's over by the uh, construction of the new lock is underwater, so please don't run up on that. Is it really? Yeah, that the rock wall is underwater again. So that's kind of how I judge what flooding is, and I think we're supposed to reach. I think it was 28 feet downtown. And flood stage is 30. 30, huh? yeah. yeah. So we're we're getting on up there again. And uh, if I'm also not mistaken, I believe we have had our rain for the month of February already. Our, our average total. 
How many cubic feet are we spilling? Uh, we are spilling 167,831. Okay. All right. 167,831. Mm-hmm. This is the educational part of the show, right? Right. Well, you keep stalling while I'm looking. Okay. I'm, I'm surfing here trying to make my point. <laughs> okay. That's a math this early in the morning is kind of tough for me. Okay. Well, I understand. It's five o'clock in the morning. Uh, but be aware that there's a lot of debris in the water as well. So you can don't run wide open because you can lose your lower unit real quick. There's a lot of inflow from the creeks. A lot of the creeks are um, out of their banks. And folks, if you see a barrier, please don't drive around it. We had a rescue already this week here in Chattanooga. I'm glad the lady was fine. Um, they are working, I think, to get her car out because she got swept away out of her car. But um, if there's a barrier, don't drive around it. The barrier's there for a reason. Turn around, don't drown. Because Tony Sanders outdoors cares. Yes, we care. <laughs> all right, so, all right, now we're going to the calculator. Okay. This is this is it. This is riveting radio. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seats right now. Okay. So you, what are we figuring? We're figuring uh, 167,831 cubic feet per second. All right. Per second. Per second. For some reason, I don't think this is right. According to this, mm-hmm. you should, uh, I'm going to check my math. I don't like the answer. Okay. doesn't mean it's wrong. Okay. Uh, according to this, mm-hmm. see, it just doesn't seem right. It says we're spilling 2.24 tanker trucks per second. That's about right. I thought it would be higher than that. You said 167,831 mm-hmm. per second. Cubic feet per second. Correct. Okay, so we're spilling the equivalent of two and a quarter tractor trailer tanker trucks. Per second. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is a lot of water. And unfortunately, it is supposed to rain Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of next week as well. So I don't know that a lot of the tournaments going on are going to be. Well, we got the BASF coming in next week. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I think the water may be a little off for them. Off? Uh, <laughs> off. There'll be plenty of it. Oh, yeah. They'll probably be fishing in, you know, people's backyards at some point if they have lakefront property. I was, I went by. Um, Where'd you catch that fish? Under a deck chair. Yeah. I went by Creek's Bend uh, the other day and um, I, I pulled in and I, I sat in the parking lot and I took a picture and the water was about 15, 20 feet away. But there's a flag from one of the greens underwater or the flag's exposed, but everything else is underwater. Right. And geese swimming by it. <laughs> We've got birds on the 18th. Yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> that's, that's the way it was. I was I was uh, driving home yesterday, and I, I was coming around um, Access Road and uh, noticed that the that rock barrier dam where uh, uh, North Chickamauga Creek comes out, you know, that was totally underwater. And uh, I was watching the flow that was coming out of North Chick versus the the actual lake river flow. North Chick is like 
the color I would I would relate it to Cafe Olay heavy heavy on the cream. Uh huh. So we have we've gotten a ton of rain recently, so I don't see any of us creek fishermen being out anytime soon at all. Maybe I don't know. I'm thinking like May, maybe June <laughs> when the water goes down. <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely a challenge if you're a fisherman. Um. Not only do you have that kind of challenge, too, but one of the things that we discovered, uh, we're doing some work, TWRA is is helping fund a um, a, a new pier, courtesy pier, whatever, Mm -hmm. um, that was damaged in the floods of last year. (laughs) You know, Richard Sims posted about the um, river park. And that was damaged in high water. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's definitely a um, definitely can cause problems. Oh, most definitely. And I think that try, you know, I appreciate TVA trying to fix it, but they can't control the weather. But trying to fix it during another flood seems a little, <laughs> you know, right when you got the time to do it, it floods. It, it it always seems like it's never convenient. But oh yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not praying for drought. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want that extreme either. I just, like I've said, I just want a normal year. That would be nice. Yeah, define that. Define normal. Uh, at average historical rainfalls, not over or below. That's what I'm defining it as. That's a pretty okay. good definition. Thank you. Cool. All right. So what's happening? Uh, well, we got a lot on the calendar. Uh, we have several events coming up in the very near future. We have the, well, let me get up to the top here. Uh, Silverdale Wild Game Dinner will be tonight, starting at around 4 o'clock-ish. The speaker will be Jimmy Houston. On the 15th of February, the Out and About with Trout will be out at Lake Junior, starting at 9 a.m. So this should have been the Out and About Day because it's colder than heck. Oh, yeah. Snowing, wind blowing. Blowing 40. Yep. It's been perfect. Oh, yeah. Uh, the 22nd is the Sportsman's Warehouse Chili Cook-Off. That's going to be at Sportsman's Warehouse. I believe the time is 1 p.m. So if you've got a chili you want to make and enter the competition, there are big prizes in that. On the 3rd of March, the NWTF Cherokee Chapter of Wild Turkey will be out at Chester Frost Park up at the Roundhouse. Doors open at 5.30 p.m. On March 14th, the DU Green Wing Youth Event is going to be out at Covey Creek Farms. That starts at 11, and that is a great event for young children. Also on the 14th, the SCI Banquet is going to be out at the Convention Center. Doors open around 5.30. Also on the 14th, the International Fly Fishing Film Tour is going to be at Naked River Brewing Company. Doors open at 5 p.m. Tickets are $20. And on the 21st of March, the New Salem Baptist Sportsman's Fish Fry starts at 5 p.m., $10 ticket. Uh, their speaker is going to be Randy Howell, and New Salem is looking for fish. So if you'd like to donate fish to that fish fry, that would be awesome because they could use the help because that is a well-attended event out there in Saudi. I was telling somebody last night, um, that was one of your favorite events. Yeah. I like the fish fries. I, I mean, it's a little different than the wild game dinner. I mean, I like the wild game dinners, don't get me wrong, but I kind of like the fish fries. Except I, I hope they have malt vinegar out there this year. So if not, I'll just bring my own. I was going to say bring your own. You're the only person I know that uses malt vinegar. 
I know a lot of people that use malt vinegar on fish. Yeah, but they're all up north listening to us on the internet. Yeah, and Diane and Gidget. Yeah. Richie, yeah. That's how I grew up eating it. I can't say anything. My dad ate it that way, too. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. I never understood that one either. But if it makes you happy, it makes you happy. We had a great time out at uh, Bayside last week. Oh, yeah, it was very, very nice. Very well attended. They had a tremendous amount of people out there and uh, appreciated that and uh, had a good time, as always. Always love getting out, seeing the people, talking to them. Mm-hmm. Everybody came up, come up looking for you, though. It's kind of starting to bother me. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> True. <laughs> Where's Rob? Uh, he just stepped away for a little bit. All right, I'll come back. <laughs> sure. I'm serious. That's the way it was going. Well, there was one point where we were getting, we were getting into, oh, this is Tony, famous radio show host. Yeah. And I was like, and I'm just standing there going, hello. <laughs> so, it is what it is. I know. It was it was a great event, though. It was, it was really nice. Glad to be out there. Good to see uh, our TWA officers out there. Enforce. Enforce. I was about to say that. That would have been the time to go commit a game law. Yeah, there was like violation. What six or eight of them there? Yeah. Uh, what and they were what they were. They were all uh, or half of them were. Uh, let me rephrase this. What you had was training officers, trainees, and Christie. Yeah, I think is what the what it boiled down to, because there were seven of them. Right. Because each each training officer had their quote-unquote newbie out there correct and then christ christie's at all of them so it was good to see everybody out there good good talk with a few of them too i had a nice conversation about musky fishing with uh, christy good so all right we're going to go pay a bill or two we'll be right back tony sanders outdoors leaves are turning there's a chill Campfires are burning, we're gathered round in chairs. Three generations of hunting in our veins, talking about what might happen on opening day. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Jack's Bait and Tackle has everything you need for your next fishing trip. They are running a special on Tuffy's right now, $1.60 a dozen. If you're going to be hunting crappie, new colors of Lurch's crappie jigs are in, and they are fully stocked with custom-made Popeye crappie hair jigs. If you're out for bass, they've got the new colors of Lurch's 5-inch swim baits in, 
custom A-rigs, and blade baits. If you're looking for a rod, a bulldog rod, $99, and it's out the door. February Crappie Photo Contest is going on right now. Check them out on Facebook for details on that. Jack's is just a short drive down Bonnie Oaks from exit 153, so it's a convenient stop on the way to the Lake of the River. They also carry snacks for your drinks or your cooler. Jack's is at 4228 Bonnie Oaks Drive, and they're open seven days a week for all your bait and tackle needs. They're open Sunday through Thursday, 6.30 a.m. until 6 p.m., Fridays and Saturdays from 6 a.m. until 6.30 p.m. Give them a call at 698-8339 and check out their Facebook page for special discounts that are only posted there. Jax has been in the tackle business for over 53 years, so they know bait. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. All right. Have you heard from our buddy Carter? I, I have not. He's been bone fishing down in the Bahamas. I have not heard. Um, I think he's returning today, if I'm not mistaken. He may be back in town, but I think he's still a cruising. I'm hoping he didn't get uh, uh, quarantined off the coast of Florida. Yeah, I, I was watching a news story about this uh, coronavirus, which has uh, tragically claimed the life of the doctor that discovered it. Correct. 34 years old. Awful young to die. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had this guy on TV. They, they had a boat quarantined in uh, Jersey. <laughs> and they had a doctor on there trying to explain, ah, you don't need to worry about it. They're really good at, you know. I'm like, what do you mean I don't need to worry about it? <laughs> he said, well, you know, cruise ships are like hospitals. They they understand that, you know, they got a patient in today that's sick, and they understand that tomorrow the patient's not sick, and they have this whole process. And I'm like, Yeah. I'm going to trust the scrubbing of a room to uh, a maid that can't spell Corona. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> they really should have named it something else. You know, I you get to, if you discover it, you get to name it. That's the way it works. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, but whenever I hear it now, I, I just think Vin Diesel. Okay. That, the uh, corona, yeah. That 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 inference is lost on me. I'll be honest. Oh, uh, Fast and Furious. Yeah, they are yeah. always sipping on Coronas. Yeah. No. Okay. I haven't seen any of those movies. <laughs> I'll be honest. I haven't. <laughs> that went over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. It may be a good ref. It may be a right. I mean, ninety nine people out there may be getting it. I I it just wasn't. I'm sorry. I don't watch. <laughs> oh no, our listeners are going. What? Yeah. <laughs> Know your audience, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's what's happening in, in the world of show prep? We uh, do have a red flag law out there, by the way. Yes. Has been proposed. Yes. A red flag law uh, has been proposed for the state of Tennessee, and the red flag law would temporarily ban someone from buying or possessing a gun if they are deemed a risk. Sarah Kyle, a Democrat out of Shelby County, and Representative Gloria Johnson, a Democrat you, out of Knoxville. You shock, shocked about uh, Ms. Kyle? No. Okay. Not at all. Uh, they have filed uh, bills in both the House and the Senate. Uh, these bills would allow a court to issue an emergency protection order upon finding a person that possesses an imminent risk of harm to the person or others if allowed to purchase or possess a firearm. It authorizes family member, household member, 
intimate partner, or law enforcement officers to petition for such an order. These are, in, I guess, in response to the wake of deadly mass shootings. Red flag laws have already been implemented in the District of Columbia and 17 other states, including Colorado, California, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Hawaii, Illinois, Indiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington. All uh, those states I have in a bizarre to live in. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll come back to that. Let me just finish reading this part. Uh, it says, this is a way when you're in crisis, a very close family member can make sure you are safe and that you don't lose your guns forever. Uh, there's one person who is fighting this, and that would be our good friend, Senator Mike Bell. He says he agrees with, disagrees with the bill, adding that everyone should be deemed innocent until proven guilty and that a judge should be the one making that decision. And I tend to agree with uh, Senator Bell because, to me, this reeks of not, ha- not having... What did Senator Bell say? He said he disagrees with the bill, adding that everyone should be deemed innocent until proven guilty and that a judge should be the one to make the decision. I think he's. So that's not the proposal that's out there. I, I'm I'm lost on that one. I'm sorry. No, the, he he's he's saying that he doesn't like the stuff I just read. So the the okay, so the proposal that's out there is not that it's adjudicated by the court. It's just, Rob, I think you're dangerous, so you need to have your gun taken from you. Exactly. That's I, the due process is not there, and that's what I'm having a problem with. If you're going to deny me of a constitutional right, I have to have due process. You can't just unilaterally say, nope. So that's why I have an issue with this. And as far as the states... I wonder what the 17 states that have passed it, what they do. Um, from what I've understood, they've from reading, some, reading up on this a little bit, there have been people in other states who have abused this law by calling in, uh, all right, you really, you really upset me by that comment. You know what? I'm going to call the police department and say, you're dangerous. They come and they take your guns without any due process, and I've gotten back and even with you. Or somebody who doesn't like me or – now, I mean, I know that's it, – it's, it's being abused, but it's also being used for good, so there's a double-edged sword to this one. But um, I think the, my problem is that the lack of due process. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, not if you're gonna take away one of my constitutional rights, there has to be a due process to take away that right, in my opinion. Okay, I think a lot of people agree with you there. Um, I don't know what they did in Maine. Was Maine one of the states that you no. listed? They've actually, and the only reason I, I know this, uh, a buddy of mine who actually is on the national fight. Or stuff like this, mm-hmm. Second Amendment issues, uh, suggested Maine as a model example of what should be done. And so I don't know exactly what they did differently, but he, that that was his thoughts. Maine, uh, he said Maine did it right. And, and, and the one thing he pointed out, he goes, you have a, uh, you know, a, a Democrat and Republican groups working together. It was it was bipartisan. Let's try to find something that will make sense and work. That sounds like a really good and idea. And he pointed to Maine, and 
and I don't and 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 I'll be the first to admit I don't know a lot about it. Um, I think most everybody would agree that if someone poses a threat, we would like to see that threat stopped. Correct. I have no problem with that. How we do that seems to be the discussion. You're right. That's and, well said. Uh, I don't like the fact that uh, I can piss you off by something I say, and you can affect my Second Amendment constitutional rights, as you as you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't like the fact that if you are truly a threat to yourself and others, that something can't be done readily available. So how they find that that happy medium. And I've always, I, again, I've never had a problem. And I'm, you know me as even better than a lot of the listeners. And 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 it was funny. We were. I, I ran into uh, our former producer Gene Levin last night. Uh, he was spinning the, spinning the platters. <laughs> Heck, there I go dating myself again, right? The, those really big CDs, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was spinning the platters uh, last night at uh, an event I was at. Um, uh, the Tim Tempo Foundation Night to Shine, which is where uh, 125 challenged people uh, were there for their prom. It was really kind of a cool night. Just uh, Marty Haynes was there. Uh, Esther Helton was there. Connie was there. I was there. And about 300 other people mm-hmm. that I didn't know. Uh, we were all there. And it was, it was such a great evening. And uh, I have no idea where I was going now. Uh Spinning the platters, Gene was spinning the platters, and he was. Gonna, you said he said something. Yeah, and I. Okay. <laughs> dang, this is called old age. <laughs> now, this is called lack of sleep. Yeah, because the, the the party was lasted a while last night. You partied into the early hours. Yeah. So anyway, but it was it was a great time having ball, and anyway, I saw Gene, and uh, I have no idea again why I was going there. The only issue I have with with the statement from, uh, I mean, I'm with you on that that something needs to be done. Um, but that it needs to be done in a different way. Now you remembered? Yeah. I'll shut up now. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, there's not many people that you probably know that will fight for uh, gun rights and constitutional rights, as I will. Agreed. Period. But that doesn't mean I always agree. I mean, Senator Bell and I have talked several times, and, and we don't always agree on constitutional carry. Uh, I understand the concept of constitutional carry. I get it. I'm fine with it. But I also understand the concept of there's a lot of people out there carrying guns that don't shoot, and that's a problem to me. And, and so if we could find that happy median where uh, if you can – constitutional carry basically says you're going to carry, period. You can carry, period. No criteria. No criteria. Uh, we have a system which I think is given false sense of security because – I can go and practice and get my carry permit, and I never have to shoot again. And there's no criteria that says, as a matter of fact, I have a lifetime license now, a lifetime carry license. I don't ever have to shoot again. Nope. Well, that's not a good thing either. And as you've said before, you, you believe that, you know, at some point, if you're a uh, concealed carry person, you think that we should have to requalify. Yeah. And I'm, I'm with you on that, too. But so I mean, there, there's there's a lot. But sitting down and having those discussions is what's important, right? And that's what doesn't happen, right? I currently agree. in the environment that we're in. I had a discussion on the lack of civility in society and especially in government this week with a colleague. But I also had a 
remind me to tell you about the Second Amendment discussion I had with somebody. All right, we'll do that after the break. How about right. that? That sounds good. All right. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Horses Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty's Fertilizer. Oh, we need to quit playing this song. There were no ducks. No, there were not. Not this year, at least. Now, now that we have called uh, our buddy Corky, who was up by the, the refuge, Hawassi, uh, called me. Uh, a couple of days ago, I said, man, there are cranes everywhere. And I'm like, oh, shut up. <laughs> Speaking of which, my wife was, uh, they got a new staff member, a new receptionist at her office, and she was walking her across campus to show her where things were and everything. And the lady said, oh, look at those geese. And, and Deborah stopped. She goes, those aren't geese. Those are cranes. And she did a little video of them and showed me when she got home. She told the lady, she said, no, th- those are sandhill cranes. She goes, the lady's looking at Deborah like, where, who are, did you, were you a biology major or something like that? And so Deborah said, yeah, those are sandhill cranes and pulled up a picture of, on the, on her phone of one of them. And she said, well, what else do you know about them? Deborah said, they're really good to eat. <laughs> she goes, my husband hunts them. Yeah, they're really good to eat. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> hey, uh, before we get back to gun talk here, uh, Andy Eddings has a question. Mm-hmm. What are the best weeks for crappie fishing? Monday through Friday. January through December. Yes. Actually. <laughs> is that the answer he's looking for? No, that is not the answer he's looking for. I would probably say late March, early April. I was going to say March and April. I wasn't yeah. going to narrow it down to late. Well, I, the water temperatures are more stable. Theoretically, the water temperatures are more stable I during can, that time. I can tell you when it's not good fishing for him. Two Sundays ago. <laughs> Fishing sucks. <laughs> this trolling yeah. sucks, man. Exactly. Uh, so. <laughs> I was laughing about that all week. Yeah. Yeah. Hunter, Hunter did not like it. But, uh, you know, I think March and April, uh, I've, but now I can't complain. Uh, when Kyle and I went out with Richard Sims, we went out in mid-February, and it was very good then, too. So I think a lot of it has to do with just where they're at in the process uh, and getting finding them. But I, I do think March and April are always considered very good. Mm-hmm. I would concur with that. So The only issue I have is that sometimes, I mean, you can catch them in the early, early winter, but, again, you're it's hit and miss, not at more. You're looking for consistency, March and April. Yeah. All right. Hey, Ross. 
Good morning, fellas. How are y'all? We're good. And yourself? We're doing good. I've got a couple young gentlemen in here. We're headed to East Day uh, waterfowl hunt. Um, Where are you headed? Well, I'm actually headed down to Alabama. Okay. Uh, a friend of ours uh, allows us to come on his farm and to try to do that because the river, as you well know, all normal places is kind of dangerous. So. Uh, yeah, and and hopefully you can you can, like you said being on a farm like that maybe you can get them kind of isolated in where they don't have as much options to go. So I think that's a I think that's a wise choice for the the young the young persons. We do like I said he's got a levee in, in between us and the river and it's corridored off it won't be that deep so no problem there. I mean it's like I say it's kind of dangerous to be on the river anywhere today but. It is youth day, and it's an opportunity to take some kids out, which uh, we got a couple here, and, um, so we're excited about that. We don't know what we may find. <laughs> we just hope to find a duck. I mean, sure. uh, talking about the warm weather, it's the birds are scattered, and what few we have. Sure, no, there's no doubt. Also, wanted to mention, of course, tonight, you know, Silverdale Academy is having their wild game dinner, and. Uh, you know, Mark Hydes is our new area chairman for Ducks Unlimited this right. year. And of course, he's hosting that, but uh, we'll be there tonight uh, promoting our March 14th uh, from 11 to 3, uh, which Sportsman's Warehouse premieres this for us. They're paid $300, 300 kids uh, for all the kids. They pay for their memberships, which is a big boost for us. For every kid, they get a Green Wing membership from 17 and under. So yeah. that's a big boost. Also this year, we got some great new things. Uh, and hopefully, Rob, I understand you're going to bring, hopefully, the trout boat. Uh, we so. should be able to bring that out. It's very possible. Uh, we're not sure if Jared can join us on that day, but we will be out there. We're going to have some uh, coloring pages for the little kids. We'll be tying some flies, doing some casting lessons with the little ones, too. Super. That's what we're looking for. And this year, we hope to have some first responders out there for the kids to get on a fire truck. And uh, reflection riding is going to bring hopefully uh, uh, some snakes or hawk or something where the kids can do some hands on maybe. And just some different things uh, this year, along with straight eight shooters, shooter clay. So, and we hope this weather changes. <laughs> Uh, we don't need all this rain, that's for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt. No doubt. Anyway, appreciate the opportunity to come on board, say a few words about it, and uh, hope everybody has a good weekend, safe weekend. Uh, like I say, don't 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 drive through that water. My goodness, I saw that in Dixon the other day too. That's kind of insane, really. Yes, it is. We do. All right, man. Good luck to you guys. I hope you get a bunch of ducks. Get your limits. Thank you. Appreciate uh-huh. it. Y'all have a good day. See ya. Bye. Good for him taking out some some utes. Indeed. Hopefully they'll get into quite a few ducks this morning. Um. Yeah, I think we still need to work on our Tony Sanders Outdoors utes. 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 I think we could. I think we could really make something out of that. But, Have fun with that. Um, the one thing I wanted to bring up again uh, yeah. before we get off the topic of guns uh, was the comp- comment by uh, Republic uh, Representative uh, Johnson, who explained 
about the red uh, flag law. This is a way, while you are in crisis, a very close family member can make sure you are safe and that you don't lose your guns forever. If I'm not mistaken to purchase a gun, there's a question on there. Have you ever been deemed, have you ever uh, spent time in an institution for mental problems or have you been deemed, uh, there's a word and I'm looking for it, I can't think of it off the top of my head, uh, Adjudicated, adjudicated mentally, uh, mentally def- something. Uh, yeah, something along those lines. Wouldn't that then, therefore, if you get hit with this red flag law, that's going to be, have you ever been adjudicated, yes, for mental instability? I don't know what the, what the exact term is. I was looking online. Yeah, how do you get your, how, that's my question is, how do you get it back? Exactly. So I think that statement that Representative Johnson made was incorrect. I don't disagree. I don't disagree at all. So, and and I think people often forget about the ramifications. Perfect example. Uh, I think I can't remember if we talked about this or not. Um, several states allow you to smoke marijuana legally now. Correct. All right, but there's a question on there. So you're either gonna, you know, do you? What is it? Are you um, addicted or whatever the thing is to marijuana? So you got to define addiction. Mm-hmm. But if you use marijuana every day, then I'd say you're an addiction. I was a smoker. I was addicted to cigarettes. Mm-hmm. All right? A lot of people are addicted to coffee. All right? So if I'm smoking pot every day, and it's legal, does that suddenly give me an addiction issue that i got to deal with, which would prohibit me from uh, buying a gun? That's a, that's a good point as well. So it's there's a lot of stuff out there. I don't know. I think I, I, I like your idea of people actually working together, coming together and coming up with a solution that is viable for both sides, not losing your Second Amendment rights and keeping people safe at the same time. So I'll try and look up the main information when we're at break here. All right. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Welcome back. Wrapping it up this first hour of the morning. It's chilly out there, too, so if you're going to go anywhere this morning, uh, go warm that car up just a little bit. You're going to have to scrape frost. Yes, you will. Or do like me and just start it up and let it run until it gets hot. I was lazy this morning. <laughs> I didn't want to scrape. I was walking the dog. So I took Gunner out and started the car as I went back inside and fixed my coffee. And by the time I got out there, magically my car was warm. That's how it worked. The scraping elves showed up. Yes. It just, everything, was, it was a miracle. everything was clear. It was awesome. Uh, now, we have been here a few times where we've had to go back outside and scrape. 
scrape the vehicles after we leave here after two hours. Yes, yes, and I, I, I don't know what might happen today. It was it was a little chipper this morning. All right, so uh, you and I will be out at Silverdale tonight. Correct. Having a good time. Uh, actually, I have two locations, and uh, we'll be at both of them, so, which is going to be hard to do, but we're going to do it. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, the one at um, the Udwa location, we're actually going to do a gun thing up there. We're going to give do a gun giveaway up there, and I don't know what we're giving away yet up there. Uh, I got a choice of three. What would you think? Silverdale, Wild Game Dinner, I have a pistol or I have a shotgun? I'm a shotgun guy, so I'm going to vote shotgun. So you're saying you're going to take shotgun? Uh, yeah, I'll take shotgun. I'll okay. say that. Sure. So we'll have a shotgun up at Edouard, and we'll have three handguns at the Bonnie Oaks campus. Winner is going to take all three. And this, of course, benefits the Friends of NRA, uh, which has their banquet coming up in July, the 18th, I believe. I have to look and see that. Seems like it's forever away, but uh, no, it's not. <laughs> It'll be on us quicker than you it's think. Coming up rapidly. Looking forward to going up to Nashville on the 29th to give away all the money we raised last year, too. So It's always fun. Help out the Utes. Help out the Utes. 93% of the money we raise, friends of an RA, goes to the youth. So looking forward to giving away about $400,000 for them. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. All right, we only have about a minute. Uh, we talked about Silverdale next week, out and about with Trout at Lake Junior. Uh, Rob's brilliant freezing, wind-blowing idea. Yep. Uh, Sportsman's Warehouse Chili Cook-Off coming up on the 22nd of February. NWTF Cherokee Chapter at Chester Frost Park in the big round building on the 7th of March. And then on the 14th, you got DU, which we just you just heard Ross Malone call in about. You have the SCI Banquet at the Chattanooga Convention Center. And you have F4 International Fly Fishing Film Tour coming up at the Naked River Brewing Company. Uh, and then, of course, Rob's one of Rob's favorite things, the uh, New Salem Baptist Church Sportsman's Fish Fry coming up on the 21st. And they do need fish. Help them out. They do need some fish. So there you go. That's what's happening. Big calendar. Yes. We'll be right back. Top of the hour news. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vests, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. That would be you and I. That would be us. Welcome back. Hour number two, Tony Sanders Outdoors. I'm, I'm, I'm perusing Compass Auction site again. Why am I not surprised? I don't know. I mean, I, they're a great advertiser. They're, they're a great yeah. company. But I think I think you spend more than we make with their advertising. Um, I know what I do. <laughs> I've told them that. Yeah. You know they uh, they had a great time. They 
I introduced them to the concept of the wild game dinners. And they went out to uh, Bayside the um, last week mm-hmm. and was just blown away. Scott was out there, Miller was out there, and um, it just they gave away a couple of guns. Um, and all you had to do was to sign up to to get their emails. It was really pretty cool, and and they they used technology on their side, and uh, it was uh, it was it was just way cool to watch. And then of course Sportsman's was out there, as always, with uh, handling all the guns. Mr. Waterhouse, Mr. Worley, and some other guys mm-hmm. and ladies that were there. Uh, and then, of course, there's a good chance they'll be there tonight, too, huh? I would I, I, I would, get, I would wager a guess they might be. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely they're going to be there. That's, yeah. yeah. They're at every event. Who are you kidding? Uh, exactly. I know they're going to be there because they're bringing their guns for Friends of NRA to give away. Yeah. So we couldn't do it without them. Hmm. Nobody could do it without them. I don't think people realize, and we talk about it. I don't think people realize how, when you look at the money that's raised in Chattanooga area by the conservation groups, and I've defined conservation group as SCI, DU, Rocky Mountain, NWTF, Friends of NRA, who am I leaving out? Trout Unlimited. Trout Unlimited, Quell Forever. Yeah, I don't have any guys at your deal, though. No. That's just seven, eight. That's eight off the top of my head. Uh, Sportsman's Warehouse handles the firearms for all of those except for Trout Unlimited. <laughs> and they always make a great donation. So, that's so I mean, it's just like we couldn't do it without them. Oh, no. In uh, Carl and I were talking, I don't know, not too long ago. And, okay, I was, there's the watch I was looking for right there. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, squirrel. <laughs> I'll come back to that in a second. All right. Um, and I want to say it was like $8,500, $8,600, just the transfer fees that they do not charge us would that, be. That's a lot. That's not counting anything else. That's just that particular thing. All right. So, now, Squirrel. Squirrel. Uh, they have a... Watch that's valued at $32,000, appraised at $32,000. Okay, at Compass Auction. At Compass Auction. The appraisal is on there, so you can actually see it. Mm-hmm. $32,000. This is a, a real live appraiser that does this. $32,000, and it's currently at 8200 bucks. Now, if you're into watches and you know what you're doing, it's really kind of cool. So, I'm I'm sorry. I just can't wrap my brain around a thirty-two thousand dollar watch. Well, if you've got enough money to buy a thirty-two thousand dollar watch, you don't have to wrap your brain around it. That's very true. That's very true. All right. So what do we got happening? Well, coming up, uh, there's going to be a pair of free trapping training camps that are going to be held by the TWRA and the Tennessee Fur Harvesters Association. And those camp, the first camp is going to be at Buffalo Ridge. Refuge in Humphreys County. Where? Buffalo Ridge Refuge. Where? Buffalo Ridge Refuge. Everybody can see that on Facebook. Tony's got a cup from Buffalo, Buffalo Ridge. Ridge Refuge. Guess who's going down there in March? Tony? Yes. Guess what we're shooting again? 
Oh, y'all gonna be shooting Barretts and stuff like that? We are. Uh, 50, 50 cal Barretts at thousand yards. It's cool. Oh, I'm sure it is. Three thirty eight Lapuas, three hundred Normas. Sweet. Somebody. I'm not gonna say who. May actually be trying to acquire a Barrett modular three barrel set hmm. firearm. I wonder who that could be. I don't know. Mm, we'll see. Uh, the first camp is at Buffalo Ridge Refuge in Humphreys County on February 28th through March 1st. The second camp is at the Hiawassee Refuge in Meigs County on March 20th through 22nd. To register for the events, you need to go to uh, the TWA website and register for these. A link uh, for the Hiawassee camp will be available online after February 22nd. Uh, if you want to get more information on this, contact John Daniel with the Tennessee Fur Harvesters at 423-595-0986. Uh, or you can email him. Uh, that uh, will be available at the TWA website. Each of the camps have instruction to include live trap lines, fur handling, set making, snaring, and trap modification. The three-day event is for all ages. Check-in for each of the camps will begin uh, with registration on Friday between 5 p.m. and 6.45 p.m. Saturday will start with a breakfast at 7 a.m. and instruction through the day. Three meals will be provided on Saturday and breakfast will be provided on Sunday. On-site preventive camping is available and participants must provide their own camping gear, have appropriate clothing, and bring note-taking materials. You'll want to do that. Uh, hotels are located near each of the other refuges. So uh, Buffalo Ridge has got um, three or four hotels right there at uh, at the exit where they're at. They got a great restaurant there too. Hmm. Uh, I would highly encourage if you've never been to Buffalo Ridge. I would highly encourage you to go to that. It's uh, maybe forty five minutes past Nashville. Uh, great facility. Um, nothing wrong with, you know, Hawassi either. But Buffalo Ridge is kind of a cool place. I still haven't been out there yet, though. I need to go. I need to just go ahead and go one day. Just to... I'm going in March. Okay. Weren't you there last March? Or was it was it in the summer you were there? Uh, and it was not the summer. It was, I don't know, April or May. Okay. March, April, May. I don't remember. Got a wild outdoor story for you. Oh, just quick. Buffalo Ridge is now where we're doing our uh, officer training. TWRA, we know that when you become a wildlife officer, you have to go through a police academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've developed our own academy, and they do it at Buffalo Ridge. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, you ever heard of magnet fishing? I have. And basically, you you have a pretty strong magnet, and you hang it off the side of your boat or whatever, walking, whatever, and you basically lower it down to the uh, to the mud, bottom of the of the water, and see what you discover. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, a young man and his father discovered something really, really unique the other day. Uh, CBS 17 reported that Colton and his father, a retired Special Forces soldier, were using magnets to surf for items off Morrison Bridge in North Carolina, which crosses the Little River last Monday when Colton snagged something unexpected. 
Once I pulled it up, I was like, quote, hey, Dad, I think I found a grenade. <laughs> That's not something you want to hear your son say. No. As a retired soldier, Colton's father recognized the severity of the situation and alerted authorities who closed off the road to allow experts to deal with the situation. They found that the pin was pulled on the device. It was a live grenade. Really? Yeah. Why did it not explode? Uh, dud? I don't know. It was a very dangerous situation for any regular civilian to be handling. Uh, Fort Bragg bomb expert Staff Sergeant Dobbs told the news station he was involved with con a controlled detonation to destroy the advice. The detonation left a sizable hole in the ground. Dodd told the station that it could have been deadly if someone had been holding the grenade. Uh, there is a little bit of irony here in the reason Colton's mother, Renee, bought him the magnet fishing set for Christmas. She said, I bought it for him because I thought it would be a fun and safe thing for him and his dad to do together. I uh, know. <laughs> well, thankfully, the story has a positive ending. Uh, she said that God was watching over him and protecting both of them because really she could have lost both of them. They were standing that, that close to the grenade when it went off. So uh, let's see here. There were some other stories. Uh, let's see here. It's not uncommon to find things uh, while magnet fishing, like Claymore dummy rounds have been found in rivers. Civil War munitions uh, were even found in a library a few years ago. Three years ago, a woman in Idaho found a live World War II Nazi-era artillery shell while cleaning out her backyard shed. So if you think you found... What does that have to do with magnet fishing? I don't know. That is just a part of the article. But uh, if you see something that you think may be a little bit off, please call the bomb squad if you think that's what it is. So, Do not blow yourself up. No. That's wild, just pulling up a live grenade. I'm, I want, I'm, 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 I'm looking for magnet fishing... Equipment? Yeah, are because... We, are she, we going magnet fishing? She kind of... Not today. It's too cold. Yeah. She kind of talked about like it, it was... You went out and bought a kit. Mm-hmm. Hey, I bought them a, a magnet fishing kit too, so they could go magnet fishing together. I was just trying to think of the stuff that you would pull up off the bottom, like, I don't know, maybe some lures, maybe even some fishing equipment that went overboard at one point, or mm -hmm. um, no telling what you'll find in there. Uh, possibly a grenade. You never know. Sure. But I'm sure you find some uh, lost jewelry that people near the docks have dropped or cell phones or something like that. You know, and, and you always see, I mean, of course, you always see people using uh, um, a metal, detector? metal detectors and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But why not? Yeah. Kind of interesting, I thought, but. I, I've I've heard of people magnet fishing. I don't know anybody that does. If you do, give us a call. Let us know about it. You can give us a call two six seven one zero two. Maybe that's what we ought to do when the fish aren't biting. Maybe if we'd have done that with Hunter, he wouldn't have thought trolling sucked. Yeah, just troll a big magnet. See what you get. Yeah. It's kind of. I think it'd be a, a really cool thing to do. I mean, no telling what you might find. There's a magnet ice fishing jig box. Mm -hmm. you, you were looking at sportsmans.com. I am. Okay. There's got to be magnet fishing stuff. Well, I'm sure I can find something here after we get back from break. Cool. There you go. I'll research it while we are at break then. All right, you do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep looking too.
TonyCenters.Doors. We'll be right back. And it's worth a bunch of money. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors hanging with you this Saturday morning. Hey, one of our Facebook listeners, followers, watchers, Travis Palmer, wrote, this is a message he sent us, they found a car in Florida with a body in it that has been missing since the 70s with a magnet. <laughs> How'd they pull that car out? I think they just probably located it. Ah, but but so, yeah. I've, I've seen stories, I've come across stories where people have been magnet fishing and found guns uh, that have been dumped that were used in a crime or, you know, just dumped for some reason. Um, a lot of people use these magnets around docks where people drop cell phones, jewelry. Okay, I'm getting one. I just, I've, I've decided... I like the I like the looks of the King Kong magnet right there. What's the what's the power? Four hundred pounds. Four hundred pounds. Why do you need more than that? That's a lot. I mean, I don't have four hundred pounds of strength in me. No, I think it's the magnet strength. It's four hundred. Well, I know what it but, is. But how much? I mean, because I had some that were nine hundred thousand. I'm not sure. Just and and here's my other question. If it attaches itself to a car with a body in it how do i how do you get it back how no how do i yeah how do i get it to let go that's a real good question you know i want a i want a a lever i can pull that just stops the magnet that's a good call i was wondering about the car because if you hook that to a car and you try and if you pull it up and you're in your boat and you you keep pulling well you're not gonna pull it up yeah exactly so I guess you got to be careful where people dump cars. I guess that's how they found the car because the guy wanted his magnet back. Yeah, give me my magnet back. I like that one. That one looks good. Just got to wait until the police comes and uh, fishes out. I guess so. How long is the rope? Uh, doesn't say how long the rope is. It's a lot. It's a lot of rope. Because what you do is you toss this thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of like you're snagging fish but with a magnet. Right. We we have a whole new man, we got a boat. We can go out and I mean, we have got a whole new a whole new season. Oh yeah. Magnet season. <laughs> Magnet season. And now if I'm not mistaken, we wouldn't need a li- all we'd have to do is register the boat. We wouldn't need a license to magnet fish because we're not attempting to take game. Correct. Huh. All right. We might even put here, I guarantee you if we go down around Moxon Bend. 
I guarantee you we can snag a uh, uh, cannonball. I have no doubt. Civil War cannonballs? I mean, they were shooting them right across the river. Yeah. There's no doubt there's cannonballs all in the... Of course, I don't know how much sediment's on top of them. Right. You're not going to, quote, work your way through that. Uh, maybe not. I'm just... Now it's got me thinking. I wonder if you find something that's of... art. Uh, not architectural. Archaeological. Archaeological. Thank you. Archaeological significance. If that has to be... If possession is nine-tenths of the law or if it's... It, you have to give it to the... I'm thinking about like the 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 bounty, not bounty hunters, the 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 divers, you know, that locate sunken ships. Oh yeah, treasure hunters. Treasure hunters. Yeah. You know, they get a part of it, and the state gets a part of it, and yeah, I just hey, give me my name and some cash, and I'm good. Yeah. I don't need any more junk in my house, <laughs> so I'll snag something of historical significance and 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 put it somewhere with my name on it. I'm good. Yeah, Do- donated by. At the museum. I don't say anything about donating. Well, donations in quotation marks. Yeah. Donate. There's a... I got got cost in the magnet in the boat. Yeah. There's a 1,100-pound magnet. That's got a case and everything. (laughs) This is like serious stuff. Oh, yeah. Isn't it funny? I have never heard of this until now. I'd heard of magnet fishing. I've seen a few videos on on YouTube of people doing it, and uh, they find, you know, cell phones and all kinds of stuff, but... I was well, I was always kind of curious, and I came across a story last year where somebody found a gun. Uh, it was pretty much just the frame, but it had been used in a murder a long time ago, and they they found the gun and turned it into the police. And so, yeah, this may be a whole new a whole new thing for us. So, oh, I gotta say uh, good morning to my good friend uh, GT Montgomery up in Ohio. So, good morning, sir. We got listeners from all over the place. Um, Going to be fishing with him in May, hopefully. Yep. That would be fun. Travis says here they were actually they were actually looking for another car that went missing. Uh, they were throwing it from a rope from the bank, and then they hooked something. So that's how the car with the dead body in it was found. That's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Got some other wild outdoor stuff too. Um, this one this one irks me to no end. This is under poaching pinheads. Roughly 1,400, 1,400 pounds of shark fins were seized in Florida this week. Inspectors with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service announced Monday they had seized roughly 1,400 pounds of shark fins hidden in boxes in Florida last month. The agency said that the severed fins arrived on January 24th at the Miami Port of Entry in roughly 18 boxes. They are believed to come from South America, likely headed for Asia. Officials estimate the total value of the fins between $700,000 and $1 million. They waited until Monday to share the news outside of law enforcement. The goal of this seizure is to protect the species while deterring traffickers from using U.S. ports as viable routes in the illegal shark fin trade, a spokeswoman for the Fish and Wildlife Service said. A spokeswoman told the paper that the dried fins included in the boxes with other non-protected species and non-regulated species. No arrests have been made, and further investigation is pending. Ten million, uh, tens of millions of sharks are killed each year by smugglers who just cut off the fins from live animals, according to conservation groups. The fins are turned into a soup, considered a Chinese 
delicacy. So I've seen this shark finning stuff. They basically ca- long line for sharks, catch the sharks, cut the fins off, dump the rest of the carcass. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. I hate people that waste like that. And they I really do. They don't bother killing the shark. They just fin them and dump them, and then the shark can't swim, so it sinks to the bottom and dies. And now if you're going to catch a shark and you're going to eat the meat, shark meat is actually good. I've had it. Yeah. Uh, but these people are looking for the big money of the fins, sending it over to Asia. So, and I don't know, how, I don't know how many sharks it took to make a thousand four hundred pounds of shark fins, but I'm sure a few. It took quite a few. And um, I mean, even if it's five pounds a, a per, per shark, mm-hmm. which seems like a lot to me, but I may be wrong. I mean, I know. Some of the 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 fins are pretty thick. Yeah, on a shark. Fin on the shark. I mean. Right. Oceanic white tips have fins about that long. They're they're absolutely gorgeous. They have fins about uh, a couple of feet long, and they're very rounded. But then you got like little black tip sharks. Their fins are probably about yeah. four or five inches long. So I just think it's, I'm glad these I'm glad the shipment got caught. I just wish they could uh, get an investigation. I wish going. we could figure out how to stop these um, traditional use of wildlife. Okay. Such as shark fins for... Shark fin soup. Um, you have tusk from rhinos. Yeah. That are ground up for aphrodisiacs or whatever. Uh, you got elephant tusk. I mean, all the a lot of the pulching goes towards... Um, use in Asian markets. You are correct. For traditional historic purposes. Whether they're true or not, I don't know. Yeah, most of them have been proved false, but people if if you still believe well grandma said so you you're gonna believe it. Grandma right. said if you're sick, eat this, you know, you'll feel better. Right. So no I'm with you on that one. Hey Tom. Hey guys, how are you? We're wonderful, thank you. Tony the Tiger and, and Rob the Shark. Yes. Doing well. Doing well. How are you doing, sir? Good. I love shark fin uh, soup. <laughs> as long as it's not coming off the back of Rob the Shark. Yeah. Uh, you you guys having a good day or what? Absol- absolutely. Is uh, Tonight is the big uh, friends of NRA at Silverdale. Correct. Is that right? You coming out to help? I think uh, I think that's going to work, man. Uh, oh, cool! I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you in just a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you a uh, call because uh, we we suddenly have a need that we didn't know we had. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? It is. It's kind of like it's kind of like Donald Trump, but yeah. like like uh, like Donald, you'll uh, succeed, Tony. There you go. Uh, and uh, so I hope uh, the tiger and uh, the shark have have a great day. And uh, I'll be talking to you soon. Sounds great, man. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. See you guys. Bye. All right. We're going to go pay a bill or two. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. The old man ran the bait shop and you dore the Mississippi. He had his whole life story mounted right there. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. 
No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back. Wow. We're in next to the last segment. Mm Mm-hmm. This show's gone quick. It has. I yeah, got... I'm watching a few things in this auction. I see that. I oh, know. <laughs> I'm closing it up. Okay. Oh, dirty hippie news? Yes, we have dirty hippie news. Uh, the Beach Boys co-founder, Brian Wilson, has... Wait a minute. We need, some, we need some Beach Boy music. In the background? Yeah. That's... Yeah. I don't I, care. I'm, I'm getting it. All, All right. right. No problem. No worries. Like, we didn't give him a heads up on this one. Yeah. Not that we just threw our producer under the bus. Oh, by the way. No, you, you guys never do that. No, no. Never. No. So, we'll, we'll have a little bit of Beach Boys music happening here in just a moment. Yeah, we'll probably get blocked on Facebook for using it or something, probably. even though we're at a radio station Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, try explaining that to them. Yeah. No, most most people probably don't hear about those deals but facebook has a tendency to block us if we use music um for more than like 12 seconds or something i don't know right even though we are a radio station there we go well there we are here's your dirty hippie news beach boys co-founder brian wilson has expressed his objection to the band currently led by mike love playing an upcoming convention of the safari club international which supports trophy hunting, according to them. Wilson took to Facebook Monday to express his displeasure that the band has agreed to play the convention and given that he and Al Jardine, another founding member of the band, are opposed to trophy hunting. It has been brought to my attention last week on February 5th, the Beach Boys touring group licensed by Mike Love are heading to the Safari Club International Convention in Reno, Nevada. This organization supports trophy hunting, which both Al and I are emphatically opposed to. He ended his sentence with a preposition. There's nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's. I'm sorry. Great, I went great, into teaching great. mode. Go, go, go. go. Uh, there's nothing that we can do to personally stop the show. So please join us in signing the petition. Uh, yeah. No. I just. Yeah. Anyway, in a statement, he said that uh, he is opposed to this convention because they publicly state uh, that they kill animals for fun. Uh, they do not. Nowhere does it say that, you idiot. You're not even in the damn band anymore. <laughs> God almighty. They don't say, we go out and kill animals for fun. They don't say that. No. Nobody says that. No, no. Uh, they they have a uh, objection on the, on, 
the main image on the change.org petition that they filed features a picture of Donald Trump and Eric Trump. Uh, I'm Jr. sorry, D- Donald Trump Jr. and Eric Trump posing with a dead leopard that they took legally and were licensed to do so. According to Rolling Stone magazine, and take that with a grain of salt, the SCI organization sells wildlife trophies and other items made from these animals. These conventions also include organizations that sell various hunting trips. It reports that since 2000, SCI has spent $140 million combating laws that would curtail trophy hunting. Of course they have. Yes. That's the now, only positive statement. And, and here you go. What's, what's the idiot's name? Um, Which one? Wilson. Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson. Brian, how much money have you put up to stop the poaching in Africa? I can tell you the people of SCI have put up millions of dollars. You don't do anything. I am so sick of these pompous asses trying to control the world. Oh, if it wasn't for the hunters of Africa, there would be no anti-poaching stopping this crap from going to Asia. You are correct. There wouldn't be. The whole Cecil the Lion stupid thing, right? The the money raised by the hunting. Now, do you know what it costs to go shoot a lion? Twenty five to fifty thousand dollars. Think about that. That was a lot more than I was going to guess. But okay. okay. No. Yeah. So, minimum is twenty five. Typical is thirty five to forty. Fifty on the higher end. All right. So you go down and you shoot this lion. Well, they take that money, they turn it in, and they use it to pay for the anti poaching. They have their own little mercenary anti-poaching groups. Mm-hmm. Because why? Because some Americans can come down there and pay $50,000 to shoot a line. I'm going to pay people to keep the idiots from coming in there and shooting them. Illegally. All right. So here, this is a part that these idiots like Brian Wilson don't get. After the Cecil the Lion story, which nearly destroyed a man's livelihood, a dentist, after that, they went in... They, being professional hunters, went in and killed 200 and something lions because the Americans weren't coming down there because of what happened to the dentist. Think about that. So instead of them getting $25,000 a line for 200 lines, which would be a lot of money to help stop the poaching, right? Correct. They brought in and killed 213 because the damn lions eat the cows that the farmers are raising. This is what people don't get. If it's not for the hunters and the the conservationists, this stuff never gets taken care of. That's the part that I just, I get so sick of this crap. Brian Wilson, go off and do whatever you do. Write your music, whatever you're doing anymore, and leave us alone. It is crazy. And it happens here. I had I, I made a comment last week and, and talked about, there was an article, the Washington Post, not exactly a conservative piece of paper. Definitely Okay? Not. They wrote an article, a really good article. I posted it on my Facebook page and the Sony Center's Outdoors page. You can find it. Washington Post, I get no credit for it. They did it. And it talked about with the decline in hunting that the non-game, Animals are suffering because it's the hunters are paying for the non-game. And then I made a comment that said something to the effect, all right, you non-hunters, 
you start ponying up too. And somebody wanted to take me to task on Facebook. Really kind of ticked me off. Maybe I was a little more wound up about this than I thought. Uh, but they wanted to take me to task on when I said time for you conservationists that claim to be conservationists to step up. Because the hunters have been stepping up. Mm-hmm. We have been stepping up. Time for you people, you dirty hippies like Brian Wilson, get off your wallets, put the money up. Period. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're right. Every year I give well over $100 towards conservation in the state of Tennessee and several other states by purchasing a license. So that money goes to the conservation of animals in my area. Now, if I've gotten off my wallet and do that because I want to go participate in that. But you and I go out and do more for conservation than than probably Brian Wilson has And ever I don't done. do that much. I really don't. When you look at there's people that do a lot more than than I do. True. Uh there's no doubt. Well, true, but we do a lot. We do there we do. But I just I'm so sick of these uh what is what I don't even know what I'm these hypocritical Oh, we got to save it. Well, put up the money to save it. That's, you know, the guy from Greenpeace. I don't like what they do, but I give the guy credit. He put up his own daggum money. Fair enough. We'll be right back. Well, every spring for five long years, I've been chasing down the same long beard. It's get up early and I give him my Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Sportsman's Warehouse is always supporting the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors coming straight to the phone. I don't know what to expect. Mark, Tony's rant. Was that a rant? Did I do a rant? Kind of. Okay. Hey, Mark, how are you? I'm well, sir. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Brother, don't ever back up on your beliefs. At the end of that rant, you said, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Stand your ground. You are here for a reason. You're here to protect, to conserve, and represent. You represent conservatives, you represent hunters, and don't ever back up on, on what you believe in. I appreciate where you stand. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate that. Well, thanks. It was a good speech. Well, and, and, and let me say, I wasn't sorry about the rant. I was sorry of that I got as frustrated as I did. And, and honestly, as silly as this sounds, because uh, you, you've been around me, I can talk like a sailor if I want to. Mm-hmm. I don't like to use profanity on my show because there's a lot of kids listening, and that's what I was more aggravated about it myself. Mm-hmm. I get so frustrated. Uh, there's probably not been two dozen uses of profanity on this show in 13 years. And unfortunately, um, I'm the one that did it this time. That's what I was sorry about. 
Yeah. But thank you, Mark. I will not back down. I'm, I'm sick of this stuff. Period. Damn it. Well, I mean, I am tired of the. I'm tired of the hunters carrying the load, and other people not. That's what I'm tired of. And in Tennessee, it's more so. And 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 I see that being. And 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 this is not. The, I have not changed this position at all since I've been a commissioner. But I get tired of the fact that the hunters pony up. There's not any money that comes out of uh, the general sales tax dollars. And it's billions of dollars that are generated in the state of Tennessee, and they don't send it, give us any money for conservation. And that's the part that's frustrating. Um, I mean, they just proposed a budget, uh, and nothing, not a, not a penny for conservation in the state of Tennessee. And that's just frustrating because we're the ones that pick it up. I mean, I, we constantly get bombarded about how we, uh, our tickets, our, our, our license are so high, but we don't get any money from the general fund. And, and that's, I would love to see that change so it would take some of the pressure off the hunters and the fishermen that actually pony up to cover all this stuff all the time. So. Yeah, the only other thing I can think of is that, you know, you register your boat and you use that boat ramp, which was built by TWRA, I, you know, or whatever the case is. Yeah. If you register your boat, great. But if you got a kayak and use that boat ramp, you're getting it for free. Pony up. All right. Cards and letters to Rob at Tony Sanders Outdoors. <laughs> About Tony's ramp, sure. Yeah, I'll take them. <laughs> Go ahead. Send them to me. Hey, it's been, a fu- it's been a fun show. Don't bring that kind of stuff up like Brian Wilson this late in the show. My heart rate gets up and anyway. Your blood pressure, too. See you guys next week. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Sitting pretty good high on a hill looking at a field downwind. You have been listening to a podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.